Hi, everybody, and welcome to Podcast of the Planet of the Apes. Today's episode is... Episode 10, Night of the Bloody Apes. Hey, Joe. Ah, hey, Andrew. How are you? Ah, I feel a little defeated. A little defeated? Tiny bit, yeah. Oh, yeah? Any particular reason why? What we're talking about on today's episode, it hurts. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Night of the the Bloody Apes? Yeah, yeah, wow. Wow. Hey, Joe, I got a quick question for you about today's episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who picked this movie? I like to think it was a joint effort. Mm, I don't. <laughs> I like, you know, because I gave you multiple choices. And... Yeah, and then I, I said to you, you pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our choices. So there was Empire of the Apes and there was Revolt of the Empire of the Apes as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was on the. By the way, uh, listeners, these are all on Tubi. We are not sponsored by Tubi, but yes, these are all on Tubi. You can watch all of these films that we just laid out to you here on Tubi. I think I only got like two commercial breaks throughout the entire film that I watched. Yeah. 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 Uh, Unfortunately, I wish there was more. I actually was hoping for more commercial breaks during this movie. Yeah, this was the, this was the thing. Yes, I do apologize that this is the movie that was chosen. I I did not know what we were getting into. Yeah. At one point when we were talking, you said, oh, there's a luchador before we even started watching. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Like, I mean, like the, there's a luchador. Uh, it was once uh, titled uh, Sex and Horror as well uh, is another name for this movie. Really? Where did you find that from? Uh, on the always creditable Wikipedia. <laughs> Very much so, yes. Yeah, Yeah. so this week we are discussing 1969 horror film, horror luchador film. Horror sci-fi, Night of the Bloody Apes. We're, we're taking a little bit of a detour this week, taking a little break from some Planet of the Apes, bringing it back to our planet. Oh, shit. It's the same planet. Yes, it is the same uh, planet. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did I just get that now? Before we get into that and everything, uh, any, anything new? Uh, anything with uh, going on? What's what's new with you? Let's let's discuss other things real quick. What, how are you? Sure. How, uh, how is it? Yeah, how are no, you? No, I mean, yeah. You know what? I'm actually I'm actually okay. Uh, as bad as this movie was, <laughs> I'm actually good. I'm I'm pretty good. Good. I'm you know I'm doing doing my thing god man i'm having a hard time <laughs> after watching that movie. <laughs> you watched it yesterday i watched it like just now yeah i'm much. still having um, a hard time even from yesterday man it was that's that's tough uh have you have you seen it this, this movie sat with me man it have you seen anything else like lately or anything anything that you can recommend well here's the here's the thing right before i watched this movie yeah, and I think I had texted you, but you I, you you may have been asleep already. I was watching 101 Dalmatians with my niece. 
Which one? Like so the, the original? The original animated oh, one. Phenomenal God, I movie. movie. I love oh, that yeah. movie. Highly recommend if you have Disney Plus, original VHSs, DVDs, whatever you've got. Yeah, I went. You I know, bought this, the Blu-ray when it came out. Like I, I, I love that film. Like sit down, watch 101 Dalmatians. Actually, watch 101 Dalmatians before ever watching the movie we're about to talk about. That's a weird combo. Yeah, it was. It was kind of weird going from 101 Dalmatians to night of the bloody apes i mean other things yeah i have been watching a couple other things here and there like i um i've been on a really big kick with with the dc animated movies i've been i've been doing a little marathoning of that i've also been watching the 90s show sliders oh man yeah yeah a little jerry o'connell john reese davies i love john reese davies like that guy can that guy's awesome yeah, uh, I mean, I'm up to a portion of the show, though, that is a little upsetting because he just has left. So he's no longer, you know, within these seasons that I'm up to. So it's like spoilers. <sighs> All right. It's it, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Spoilers. I don't care. Yeah. That's it. You, if you if you haven't seen it by now, that's it. You're out. Yeah. By season three, he's either it's either season three or season four. He's gone. I didn't even know that. I thought he was in it the whole the whole time. Oh, man. Do I wish he had the gravitas, man. He's still alive. Yeah, but he had the gravitas on the show. (laughs) Talking about like on the actual show. Right. Right. I'm just like, he's still he's still around. Oh, no. Yeah, he's still good. Yeah, he's still good. (laughs) I'm trying to think of like what I primarily remember him from as a because I wasn't really into sliders. Well, Indiana Jones. I was never a big Indiana Jones kid. I think you know a guy. They just went over my head, and I watched them. They're all right. Whoa. Yeah, that, I know, and I know that's not a that's not a a common thing, but it just yeah, it's just all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I I I love Harrison Ford pointing at people, so that's always fun. <laughs> Uh, i think i saw the movie witness in its entirety before i ever saw any of the (laughs) that's a weird thing (laughs) yeah that's so fugitive witness um air force one like so i've seen a ton of uh uh, i think he was in a star war you think he was in a star war yeah american Ah. graffiti i've seen all those harrison ford classics uh sabrina (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice but uh yeah i i had never seen the indiana jones trilogy until fairly recently he he's a creeper who's a creeper indiana jones i mean he's a creeper he he like dated a girl when she was like 14 what yeah the oh mud's mom the what's her face in the third film uh-huh. like she's like i was a child like they like specifically bring it up that like she was like 14 and he was like in his 20s. Yeah, I guess. Uh... <laughs> OK, so uh, <laughs> I don't know, just not a big fan of creepers, I guess. I guess uh, not. I guess not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I haven't really been doing much. Uh, I've been watching some uh, Samurai Jack lately. Oh, nice. Uh, I saw I saw the new uh, Bill and Ted. I liked that. I thought that was fun. Oh, neat. I thought that was fun. Uh, I watched. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things on uh, Netflix. Uh, so Charlie Char- uh, Charlie Kaufman. I don't know if you know him. Film writer did being John Malkovich. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind uh, adaptation. 
hmm. really trippy, really good, beautifully acted. That, that's where I'm at. So I, I just figured, you know, we, we, we could talk about like good things right now. I, did, I got a free copy of The Meg. <laughs> it's a Megalodon. <laughs> I've never seen it. Did you watch it? I, I saw it in the theater, actually, because it had Jason Statham in it. And I'm like, I got to see this in the theater. This is insane. Um, Hold up. Yeah. Wait, no. Hold on. Uh-huh. Do you, do you go and see every Jason Statham movie in the theater? No, but it had a giant shark and Jason Statham. Oh, OK. So that that's the combination. That yeah, that, that was the, that okay. was the, the combo. When it was in the theater, a bunch of us went to go see it. It was like, eh, it's probably going to be stupid. And it was. It was very stupid, mm-hmm. but stupid in a very funny way. Yeah, it, it looks dumb. Maybe we'll watch. It. <laughs> I would love to watch it. I, I, I just like saying Megalodon. Well, that's how I mean, you hear him say it multiple times. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I would watch that. Bring it back up, though. I watched The Equalizer with Denzel Washington, which was actually very interesting. Based off the old TV show. Was that an old TV show? I did not know that was an old TV show. If that was the case. Yeah, it's kind of like he, him. Yeah. Oh, really? It, well, it's kind of like like Denzel's John Wick. Really? Yeah, huh. he's, he's like really crazy action in it. Super neat. Um, I have the Equalizer did, too, but I have yet to watch it. When did that come out? I don't even remember that. The first one? Yeah. The first one came out in 2014. Wow. Yeah, I don't even remember that. I, um, I remember that there was a TV show, but I don't remember that. Second one was 2018. And he's in both? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, okay. directed by Anton Fuqua. Who's that? You know who Anton Fuqua is? No. He's a director. Oh, yeah. Oh, he also did Southpaw with um, South Park. No, no. Southpaw with what's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it has Jake Gyllenhaal and Forrest Whitaker and Rachel McAdams. There's a lot of people in there. Jesus. And 50 Cent, 50 Cent's in it. I'm cutting all of this out. This is way too long of this guy's career. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I just don't want to talk about this movie. I don't want to talk about it either, but we're going oh, to. Yeah, we got it. We got it. We got it. Let the listeners, if we could, let's take you back to the age of 1969. The year after the original Planet of the Apes. Came exactly. Out. Planet of the Apes had come out. It had revolutionized the sci-fi genre. Uh, everyone was in love with the fascination of apes, talking apes, monkeys, directed by Rene Cardona. Uh, Rene Cardona, which I looked up afterwards, I do know some of his films. I have heard of some of them. Have I watched them? No. This is the dude that made that Batwoman movie. What Batwoman movie? From like 1967 or 68. It was to play off of the... It was like a cheap Mexican film to play off of like the, the popularity of Adam West Batman. Really? Yeah, so it was Batwoman. And it's pretty much like a woman in a bikini wearing a Batman mask. Ah. That's about it. So, yeah, I had no idea that this is what type of film we were about to get into. But so, yeah, so this is Rene Cardona, um, Night of the Bloody Apes. Real quick, I'm going to read a blurb about it from the IMDb page because I think that this sums up the entire movie. And then we can just kind of talk about it because, honestly, I don't think I could sum this up. It's impossible. It's oh my god. So here we go. Also, Joe, you know that this is a remake, right? I actually just read that. I uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Yep. <clears throat> okay. 
Here is the summary of IMDb's Night of the Bloody Apes. This cheap Mexican horror film is a remake of Cardona's Doctor of Doom from 1962, spiced with nudity, medical footage, (laughs) women wrestling, and cheap gore shots. Female mass wrestler Lucy, who looks like the devil, beats the stuffing out of an opponent, a wrestling lady with a red costume like Catwoman. Lucy finally hurls her opponent from a squared circle and knocks her out cold. Although Lucy's cop boyfriend tries to convince her that it's all part of the show, Lucy can no longer handle the stress of wrestling. Meanwhile, a mad scientist, Dr. Krellman, attempts to cure his son's leukemia by doing the first ape-to-human heart transplant. He decides to put a gorilla's heart into the lad and orders his flunky to prepare the gorilla. There's actual footage of a graphic open heart surgery inserted into the ape operation scenes. This, of course, causes the boy to turn into a big stinky man ape. He becomes (laughs) deformed and mutated as he sprouts excessive facial hair and takes on the characteristics of the organs donor who immediately goes on a bloody rampage, tearing clothes off women and faces off men. Yep. I think... uh, that is the plot. That is, that is yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not know um, that that was real heart surgery footage. I did because I had read that and I'm glad I read that before I started watching it because maybe I'm not. I don't know. So anytime they showed it, I could not look. I was legitimately grossed out by it because like I knew that it was like that was a real beating heart that I saw. Oh, see, yeah, I didn't. I have no clue. Yeah, that was real footage. So I kept looking down and I just kind of like saw red from the corner of my eye. And they just kept cutting all these different like shots of real footage to it. And the music kept changing with every cut as well. Like they just could not edit this in any way that was like usable. So they just kept showing like disgusting openings of someone's heart, essentially. So I'm kind of glad that I knew what it was. So that way I wasn't watching it. Um, but I, I feel worse for you now that. Yeah, now I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not too thrilled with that. Fact. No, because uh, when I. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh my god, no. So when I okay. When I saw this Why did we watch this? Because it had the word ape in the title. It anyway. (laughs) So God. So when they cut to the to the open heart surgery. Uh And it was just like this weird shaky cam happening i'm like why is this happening and it's real now i know it's real that's terrible i hate this i hate this so much and i I mean i can't even imagine that anybody would find this film enjoyable or remotely like even in the camp factor remotely entertaining although it now, is ab- absolutely on, gross on imdb and on user reviews there's the first one is a positive one yep and it says from august 10th 2001 uh-huh. check it out i must disagree with i was gonna read that to you <laughs> this is a marvelous mexican exploitation movie 
One problem with the translated title, however, is that there's only one ape in the movie, not two. And he dies early on after having his heart transplanted to a human. Therefore, a man-ape assumes the role of the movie monster, so he's not a fully, a gorilla, fully a gorilla. Apes? Question mark, question mark? Anyway, much of the movie was made to titillate Mexican male viewers in the era of the movie's release, 1972. Hmm. The man-ape has a penchant for chasing voluptuous Mexican ladies and tearing their blouse and bra off. For some reason, he also likes to rip the heads off human males. Surely this is the consequence of his animal heart. The movie also features the obligatory masked wrestling women, the heroine in this instance having almost no connection with the ape man or his evil scientist creator. But the dialogue makes for extremely bad slash funny sequences. There is much red paint splattered about and some obviously phony gore scenes. A great and good laugh for the twisted soul such as myself. Wow. Yeah, that guy's a twisted soul. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so there's a lot to dissect here and there really really is dissect like really dissect like real footage of a dissect i hate you (laughs) (laughs) when you mentioned a couple different movie titles to me and i saw that there's like oh there's luchadors in this like this this will be like a fun weird like romp not Um, fun it's it's not no not at all this was disturbing to say the least uh i know it's 1969 but the exploitation of of women in this is really gross oh it is it's 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 batshit insane it's yeah it's it's very uncomfortable the amount at which women get attacked in this right and and just how easily their 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 clothing rips off as well and there's a lot of like weird like shower scenes too that are just completely unnecessary but to go back to uh the story and what what this reviewer says of oh what well, I don't know why like he's become more uh, ape man here's the thing and uh, they do explain it in the film haphazardly but they explain it this guy's son this doctor his son is dying of leukemia replaces his son's heart with an ape's heart from a zoo like he goes to the zoo and literally just kidnaps an ape shoots it with a tranquilizer cuts its heart open. Or cuts his chest open, takes out the heart, puts it into his son. Oh well, don't you mean his 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 basically his Spanish Igor does that? Yes, for him. his Spanish Igor does do that for him, and I I, I kept or his Mexican Igor because uh, um yeah, there's a lot to say about that. So he's kind of like a Frankenstein, and he's got an Igor. So he he does this whole thing, and then the son like is recovering and he feels good. But it's it turns out that um, because an ape's heart beats faster and stronger than a human's heart, about every 45 minutes, he will overexert himself and too much blood will rush to his head, making him more animalistic. Yep. Um, that's that's how they explain it. Scientifically accurate. When he transforms, he transforms from like this Ken doll looking dude to a completely different actor like he has a completely different body structure and form like he's oh, like yeah. a big hulking like Lou Ferrigno kind of thing and then um speaking of Lou Ferrigno he's wearing what looks like one of those old Halloween masks that someone would wear <laughs> yeah. like for the Hulk like but painted onto him essentially so it's only his face transforms into the ape 
and I'm using ape lightly. Um, and he's got like completely different hair and everything. Like he he looks like a brownish Incredible Hulk. Um, like yeah, and his feet one. are larger. Like he, they tried to make it look like he had ape feet. I know that that was. Oh yeah, but he's, but he's always out. just wearing pants for the most part. Yes. Yep. He's just shirtless, wearing pants, and um, has that kind of like classic uh, Three Stooges Mo kind of hair look to him that the old Hulk used to have. Um, so, and I mean, essentially, yeah. this this dude gets cap like he escapes, gets captured, escapes again. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's kind of the yeah, he he escapes. He goes and he kills a lady from her shower, brings her to the bed and then kills her more. Um, Then he gets captured. He double escapes. Right. Then he escapes. Then he attacks a couple, kills the dude by like literally just ripping his throat out. And then he slashes the lady's clothing and she runs away. And like 10 minutes later, he goes and he takes off the rest of her clothes and then she runs away. And then 10 minutes later, she's fully clothed and mm-hmm. she runs into like a store and is like, you got to go help me. So a dude just runs out of the store with a knife and then that dude gets stabbed to death. There's just it makes no sense. And on top of that, there's there's a B plot storyline that was originally an A plot storyline, which was um, a luchadora uh, Lucy is upset because she injured one of the other wrestlers that has nothing to do with anything pretty much else well, that's not true it comes into play later, to play later. but her story regarding nonsense. that yes her story is complete is nonsense. nonsense the entire time her her boyfriend who's the lieutenant as well of the police the entire time he's all like oh it's not your fault you know it, it's your job it's what you do you someone's bound to get hurt and she's all like i know but i don't know if i should do it. and he's like oh just go out there and do it but then like halfway through the movie she's like i think i might retire and he's like oh i've been wanting you to retire i'm like dude no you've been telling her to pretty much just go out and fight people yes like none of it makes sense not like it it, it it's so stupid the, I mean, the, and the whole thing, too, is not even shot well. Like, the, like you can't even yes. say, like, oh, man, I'm watching a movie from the 60s, you know, from the late 60s. And, like, it's not even shot in a manner that makes it appealing. It's uh, it's very cheap. There, there's a lot of shaky cam uh, oh, in settings. Whenever they do show the luchador battles, um, it's pretty much they must have just stuck a camera at the top of a pole. Mm-hmm. And just let it sit there because every time they cut back to the luchador fights, they keep cutting back to the same exact angle, like at the same exact shot with the same exact lighting. Accurate. So like, they just keep going back to it. And I made so many notes about that. Joe, I got to tell you, I checked my watch. I checked how much like time was left in this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Like six times I checked to see how many more minutes were left of this movie, and each time it said forty minutes, and I'm very confused. Like, also, like, also accurate. Like it just wouldn't end. It wouldn't end, Joe. It's an hour and a half long. It wouldn't end. I want to let you know. Yeah, it's an hour and a half long. Uh, I will legitimately say I did fall asleep towards the end. <laughs> I started playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> I I was like, oh man, I've been up since I, I've been up since 
six. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I was watching this and then I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I got to tell you, um, once they got to the second heart surgery, because they do it twice. Yep. Yes, they do. They do. Yes. Um, once also, they got to the second heart surgery, I just turned on my switch and <laughs> was like, I, I, I'm going to continue to watch and take notes, but oh my God. I would like I need, to talk I need, about I need to do something that will like just get me through this. I want to talk about the dubbing really quick as yeah. well. Uh, so the dubbing was trash, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, that's expected of the time. Like yeah, that's what I was time, kind of, I was hoping for something like that. You know, there was, there was at one point where they were, you know, they would call his son, the doctor, the mad doctor's son was, is Julio, right? Like, yep. Yep. At one point, for some reason, the people who were doing the overdub said Julio. And I don't know if, you yeah, know I was like what is happening? What? Wait, what? <laughs> so what happens is in, in the film, the other wrestler that main wrestler uh, hurts in the ring gets pretty much brain damaged. Yeah, she's in a coma. So the doctor decides that, right, she's in a coma. And the doctor decides that he's going to steal this woman and replace his son's ape heart with this woman's heart. So remember how I said, I, like, towards the very end, I, I started falling asleep, right? So I actually don't really know what happens at the very end. I'm going to assume, you know, Julio gets killed. That's my assumption. Yes. They, they, they pull a Frankenstein. Essentially. He, he has like a little girl. I know that. Yeah. He, um, he get he gets the woman's heart into him, but he's still got the blood within him from the, from the ape. As so you do. like 40, right. So like 40 minutes later, uh, they shine a red light on his face, which I think it was supposed to be him getting angry or, getting the blood to his head i don't know so he wakes up and he kills the igor character the doctor's assistant by literally ripping his head off and then he escapes and he runs to the hospital for some reason i think to go see the father i don't i'm really very confused by that so he he goes to the hospital he uh squeezes a man's head till the man's teeth fall out and then did you did you watch that and were you falling asleep during that joe no i saw that that was that was gross. That was very strange. And, you know, I, I saw a lot of the really gross bodies. Right. It's not like Ricky O level, but like Ricky O is also like entertainingly gross. Correct. But, you know, like I you know, I saw where he like plucks the guy's eyeball out. Like I saw that. I don't even remember that. I think I was yeah. playing. And I think uh, I had shooting stars in my village. So uh, I was wishing on shooting look, stars. He he legitimately <laughs> like basically like puts his finger behind somebody's eyeball and pops it right out. Sounds about right. That's a thing. So so he then steals this little kid, brings them up to the roof for some reason. And the doctor shows up with the lieutenant and the doctor's like, oh, that's my son. Don't kill him. I'll save the child. So he like talks to the son. And he's like, give me the give me the kid. Give me the kid. The son gives it to him. Then the police from below see that the kid's away. So they start shooting Julio as the ape man. And afterwards, uh, he dies and he reverts back to his normal self. And the, the doctor is all like, I'm sorry. I never should have done this to you and all that stuff. No, he really should have. Right. And then I think the last line in the film is the lieutenant gets in the car with uh, his wrestler girlfriend and someone, I think she says, it's unfortunate, really sad. 
that's the last line of the movie. <laughs> um, well, I mean, so the biggest thing here is, you know, in the fact that I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I had actually woken up at one point and to be yeah. kind of like Netflix, it'll play, you know, whatever the next up, it'll, it'll do something. So all of a sudden I wake up and another movie from 1962 oh, no. called the dungeon of Harrow. Like, was okay. but it like the film grain quality and like just being like half asleep waking up. I'm like, it can't, it's not still on. <laughs> There's no way. It's just going. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. Cause like it was, yeah, this movie resonated with me in a very poor manner. <laughs> oh, this was, this was terrible. This is beneath the planet of the apes is a goddamn masterpiece. Oh, that's Godfather part two, man. It, it really is. Uh, I think everything is uh, <laughs> after this. Like, so if you, if you want like a good palate cleanser watch to Godfather enjoy part two, no, no, no. I was going to oh. say to enjoy any movie ever. Uh, do yourself a favor and watch Night of the Bloody Apes. Hmm. And then after that, everything's going to be great. Agreed. <laughs> uh, no this, matter this what. Was, this was bad. And yeah. I like bad movies. You like bad movies. But oh, I love bad. bad movies. This was bad. It just hurt. I, I really got nothing else more to say about this. We, we went through the entire plot of this movie, and it, it only took yeah. us like 30 minutes to. Yeah. And we didn't even. We didn't even start off talking about this. No, no, this was just bad. This. I'm trying to even think of what else is, is there that I remember from this movie other than, you know, the, the awkward shaky cams that we talked about. And, you know, musically, it was also very strange. Very strange. Oh, I thought the music at, at the beginning I thought was trying to be like Planet of the Apes, that intro song. Hmm. And then afterward they just stopped. So like I think they just stopped trying to be anything. Yeah, because like the music cuts like when the scenes cut. And I don't know if that's because it's, it's a dubbing thing or something like that, and they had to redo the music. I don't know. Oh, um, very well could have been. It's just it's really bad. With that, Joe, I think we're, we're going to head to a commercial right now. When we come back, I do have some other things that we can kind of discuss that is in relation to Night of the Bloody Apes. So are you going to ask if I'm going to come back uh, after the ad? <laughs> um, well, uh, Joe, if you could just stick around till after uh, the our brief ads, uh, that would be great. So uh, listeners, stick around and uh, we'll be back with Joe discussing Night of the Bloody Apes. Hey, Joe. Andrew. You know what I love about our podcast? That it's an introductory show to all things Planet of the Apes? Yeah. It, it's fun being able to catch up and learn about something that's so heavily involved in our cultural zeitgeist. Look, if there were only a cool way we could learn and enjoy other things non-planet or ape-related. Oh, Joe, do I have something for you. How would you like to learn about America's favorite teenager, the one and only Archie? Mm, I know a little bit about Archie, but I know that you're a huge fan are we talking about comics or the TV show, you know, Riverdale? I'm talking all things Archie. Comics, TV, music, and more. Ooh, tell me more. I've recently been listening to the Riverdale High AV Club podcast by siblings Megan and Ezra. It's great for Archie fans as well as those new to Archie. A real jumping on point if you want to know about the long and bizarre history of this character. Now, wait a minute. 
Do they talk about Jughead? Tell me they talk about Jughead. Oh, they talk about Jughead. They also talk about Betty, Veronica, Moose, Kevin, Pop, Midge, Hot Dog, Reggie. They're all there. Well, do they only talk about the Riverdale TV show? No, man. While they do great reviews of the Riverdale show, they also watch Archie's Weird Mysteries and discuss comics both classic and new. Wait a minute, there's new Archie comics? What's new in Archie comics? Well, in the past few years, Archie has met famous bands like Blondie, the Ramones, the B-52s, but has also battled the Predator and fought off a zombie apocalypse. Wait, what? And that's not even scratching the surface. How is... Wait. They even go into classic Archie spinoffs like Josie and the Pussycats, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and Katie Keene. Okay, I'm still stuck on the Predator here. Can we can we pause? And I'm stuck on this podcast. You can check out the Riverdale High AV Club on their official website, rhsavclub.com, as well as listen to all new episodes on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. This October, they're going to start watching the awesome Netflix series, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, wow. I got to give this a listen. What are you waiting for? So go grab a burger and a milkshake and subscribe to this wonderful podcast about all things Archie. And we're back. Yeah, I stayed. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I stayed. (laughs) Um, So watching this movie, I thought of something. Yeah. Something that we recently watched. Was it Shockma? It was not Shockma. It was something that we haven't discussed on the podcast, but that we did recently watch. And it brings up a whole avenue of films that i think oh my god i think i know what you're talking about (laughs) i think Uh i know uh can i can i just go for it yeah i want to now i know it's not is it the peanut butter solution it was not the peanut butter solution oh because that's i'm sorry it was uh tanny and the teenage t-rex oh yeah great movie (laughs) great film so uh you may know this movie listener it's a uh, tanny and the teenage t-rex is a early 90s film starring denise richards and uh r.i.p paul walker yeah. yeah and it's a brain swap movie and so that's that's what kind of i kept thinking this entire time while we were watching night of the bloody apes is it's kind of got that frankenstein kind of design of we're gonna steal something from one and put it in another and then it's gonna go incredibly wrong night of the bloody apes does this in a weird way because it uses a heart instead of a brain which i've never really seen that done before so i guess i'll give it that i mean it also uses real footage of heart surgery which i've never seen done before well no you did because you watched night of the bloody apes before this movie (laughs) okay uh yeah i saw about like two seconds of that and fuck i I watched it intently and i was like man this is like very graphic i even said this is very graphic to myself (laughs) i was like man this is like really graphic for for this time i was like man like and i was like the effect i was like man the effects aren't like super bad here and it's like super graphic it's weird like comparison to like the rest of the movie so yeah, this this made me think a lot about Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex and other classic brain swap films more than anything else. Um, sure, sure. We watched Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex a little while ago. It's also called Tammy and the T-Rex, but um, the original version is Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex, which is a film where Paul Walker gets 
abducted and killed by a mad scientist, and then they put his brain inside of an electronic dinosaur, <laughs> as you do. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then Denise Richards has to save him. It, it, it's this whole weird love story between a girl and, and an electronic T-Rex. And then um, uh, loves. Uh, actually, no. Wait, no spoilers. I won't. Yeah, no spoil. That one ends weird. Yeah. So, um, I would highly recommend watching that. I think it's on Showtime. If you have a Showtime subscription, I thought it was I signed on, up for. Wasn't it just on Prime? Or no, I I had to sign up for Showtime. Oh yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Yep. It was worth it. Um, totally worth it. One hundred percent worth so, it. So, Joe, going back to that, do you have like a favorite like mind swap movie? Ooh, a favorite mind swap movie. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. Sorry, I know this is kind of off off the cusp, but that's a tough one. I mean, Freaky Friday. Which one? The one with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, not the one with Kirk Cameron. Which one was that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, they did one with uh, Kirk Cameron. Uh. Uh. Like father, like son, maybe. Hmm. How much would you hate me with Dudley Moore? I right? also said the hot chick. <laughs> oh, buddy, <laughs> buddy, buddy, buddy. I haven't seen that movie in a very long time. Wow. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say like being John Malkovich kind of comes to mind, but yeah, the, you could go with the hot chick, I guess. No, I, I, you know, I, I will legitimately say like I do enjoy the uh jamie lee curtis freaky friday like that was actually kind of fun yeah that's a fun one yeah that, that that's definitely a good one um i've never seen 13 going on 30 i don't know if that is a body swap well, that's not no that's not she that's not a body swap. she wakes up no she wakes up in like her future self essentially oh that's kind of like a big situation but with time travel isn't there also the man with two brains or is that also not really considered well it's not really a swap because he's got both. He's got, brains. He's got both brains. You're right. <laughs> you're right. I know you're right. People are probably screaming right now, thinking about like 15 different things. Probably. Um, yeah. One of uh, body swap things bother me. Ah, okay. Quite a bit. Um, so, uh, for instance, uh, a, a little while back in, in comic books, uh, Peter Parker and Dr. Octopus switched brains. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker died in Dr. Octopus's body and Dr. Octopus was Spider-Man for quite a while. Oh, I remember. Um, yeah, great, great stuff. But it brings up some really weird things like when he showers and other things like that. It's it really like over 24 hours i think it gets really freaky i guess um so i i have like there's just something about it that really weirds me out um so that said though um superior spider-man is that series uh highly recommend it uh they're all in graphic novels but it deals with that quite a bit but it's essentially Peter Parker's subconscious slowly starts coming back into play. And that's how he kind of comes so back. Is... There is another, and there's a movie, another movie on Tubi actually that uh, mm-hmm. um, they talk about on how did this get made? Mm-hmm. So one of my, one of my also favorite podcasts, right? Yep. They talk about, it's called the secret. 
Uh, it is a mind swap movie that, and you said mind swapping and body swap movies yeah. uh, disturb you. This one should totally disturb you. So, killed in a tragic Uh-oh. accident, a woman's spirit returns to possess her 16 year old daughter. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, and David Duchovny's in it. It's from 2007. It's weird. Weird. Yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> the episode, but after listening to the episode, 100%, I would not watch this movie. Yeah. I feel like more so like cartoons do it more than anything else. Cartoons and like television series. Like, oh, yeah. Um, like Buffy springs to mind when Buffy and Faith sw- switched. Was it like a good one and stuff like that? But like. Altered Carbon is kind of a is kind of a body swap show on Netflix. Really good show. Anyway, I've heard of that. I need to watch that. Yeah, yeah very. Um, uh, very so yeah, I just. What is your favorite uh, human brain inside of a gorilla? Oh, that would have to be uh, Night of the Bloody Apes, actually. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I was going to go with Ultra Humanite, but sure. I don't even know what that is. Nineteen thirty-nine. Action Comics number thirteen. There's an evil scientist that's trying to kill Superman. It is not Lex Luthor. Later on, his body starts to fail him and he puts himself inside of a white albino gorilla and he becomes the ultra humanite. Oh, why didn't you talk about <laughs> that? You should have brought that up. Why did you let me <laughs> movie? I don't know. I just why wanted to bring up ultra humanite. Technically, the first super villain. We should have spent this episode talking about that and not that movie. Well, I didn't know what this movie was going to be, honestly. We should have also just watched like Mighty Joe Young or something. I don't know. Oh my why. god. Yeah. No, no, like 100%. Like the original or the remake of that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm only familiar with the the remake made by Disney. Yeah. Um I've never seen like the original original. I only know the the remake. We probably should have watched that. Just saying. Well, I, I think that that will that that's definitely on the list. Um, so kind of going back to our premiere episode, uh, more than 10 episodes. Uh, we, we discussed that we're going to go into a bunch of stuff. That's not just going to be Planet of the Apes. Um, I think kind of going forward, we are going to sprinkle the remaining Planet of the Apes films as well as television series out uh, episodes of the television series out. Well, I actually I spoke with our resident uh, Planet of the Apes cartoon expert tim oh tim uh, he's yeah. he completely down to uh okay cool join us again and get so, yeah. his expertise on uh, on the cartoon perfect so we will be uh doing the cartoon but going forward uh we are going to be doing uh ape films and ape media as well kind of sprinkled throughout the rest of our planet of the apes discussions so that said if you are a listener and you do follow us on social media Please, you know, tweet at us or tag us in a post on Instagram. Um, we're at Pod Planet of Apes. Let us know of some weird ape movies and television series and stuff. Like, I, I really want to watch some like chimp things, like Lancelot Links um, and some other stuff like that. Um, so I, I think want like, to check out the Monkey Talks. We saw that in our documentary yeah, episode. Talks. As well as uh, the 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 original Ghostbusters, so the, the, there's a lot of really cool things out there. But if you know something specifically with a gorilla or an ape or a chimp or hell even a monkey, 
throw it our way. Uh, we, we would love to um, explore things further. Yeah, I, I think all in all, um, Night of the Bloody Apes is terrible. Yeah, I'm gonna give that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give that two monkeys paws down. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the whole like using real footage of like heart surgery. I it was just just I f- I feel like they just did that for Shockma. Oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't be that guy. (laughs) I'm going to be that guy. Don't do that. If you like this podcast as well, please rate, like, subscribe us uh, on wherever you're listening to us. Uh, iTunes definitely helps us if you give us uh, a good score as well as a review. We'll totally give you a shout out. So, yeah, uh, I I think we're going to kind of start signing off here. Uh, Joe, do you have anything else to say before we go into our typical sign off? Yeah. Don't watch Night of (laughs) the Bloody Apes. Cool. That's that's what I'm going to say is do not watch this movie. I don't recommend it to anybody. I will not recommend it to anybody. And if you say that I recommended it, then you're a liar. Well, you you did kind of recommend it to me. I, that was not even a recommendation. You said, hey, Andrew, do you want to watch this? I feel like that's a recommendation. That's not a recommendation. That was, hey, we need an ape thing. Let's watch this movie. And it was a mistake. Yeah, that's a recommendation. So, uh, with, that... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that, guys, uh, as always, we want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Louis Aronowitz for providing us with our stellar theme song. That is nothing like the theme song from Night of the Bloody Apes. It's actually good and it's amazing. You can book Louis Aronowitz at his website, louisaronowitz.com. And you can follow me individually uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Major Plot Flaw. So if you want to see more cat photos, uh, you can see cat photos. Joe? Yeah, you can follow me at Voices by Joe on Instagram and at Azari Joe on Twitter. That's A-Z-Z-A-R-I Joe at Twitter. Um, J-O-E. J-O-E. People know how to spell it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> And you can follow us at Pod Planet of Apes on both Twitter and Instagram as well. Yeah. So please give us a like, give us a follow. Uh, if you got suggestions, send them our way. Um, if yeah, you know, we'll we'll read your viewer mail. Oh, you know, I almost we almost forgot one thing. What? You know, we said we were going to read positive recognition, right? Oh yeah. Um, I feel like we did it once, and we yeah we didn't really jump in and, and do it again. Um. So Go for it. I'll I'll read one of our one of our uh, positive reviews. So we've got from Lie Down Chauncey, fun hosts, witty banter, and an educational exploration of a series I have little knowledge of. Each episode has gotten better and better, and I can't wait for the next one. Thanks, guys. Now he's going to listen to this one and change. And hate us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. Stand up, Chauncey, and hate us. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. With that, thank you again for that review. That's wonderful. We love hearing that stuff. With that, guys, we are going to sign out as we always do with our classic catchphrase Take it away, Joe. Prepare the gorilla. That's all you got? You didn't write anything else down? There is nothing else memorable about this movie. Read it with, like, gusto. You know what I mean? Prepare the gorilla! Better? Like gusto.
Prepare the gorilla. That's it. That's all you're getting out of me. Okay, one one more time, but I want you to say it in like kind of like a fun way. <laughs> Prepare the gorilla. That's the one. That's it. Shit. 